I'm Carly Fiorina, and this is By Example. On this podcast, we sit down with leaders of all types to explore examples of real leadership and the qualities of all great problem solvers. I think we get really confused about what leadership is. On By Example, we lift up the real leaders, people who are focused on changing the order of things for the better and solving real problems that are right in front of them. Leading by example. There's so many things to enjoy about the Christmas season. A lot of people love the hustle and bustle of the season, the shopping for that perfect gift, the cooking, the eating, the cup of Christmas cheer, the gathering with family and friends that always happens at this time of year. And I enjoy all those things, too, the hustle and the bustle and the cooking and the cheering and the shopping. My husband would say, particularly the shopping. I love all that, too. But the thing I actually love most about the Christmas season is the peace of it. It's a funny thing to say, really, because Christmas has gotten so commercial, so noisy. But for me, the most meaningful times of Christmas, the times I remember years later, are times of peace and quiet. In fact, in the last couple years, I've made it a habit to walk outside at night when it's cold and clear and quiet and look up at the sky and hear the peace and the quiet, and think about the peace and the quiet those shepherds who were guarding their flocks must have felt all around them on that wondrous night. I remember one Christmas Eve in particular, and I probably remember it because I was with my mother. It was the last Christmas I would be with my mother, although I did not know that at the time. And we were in Midnight Mass, I love the singing of carols. I love all Christmas carols, actually. And my mother and I loved to sing them together. She was an alto. I was a soprano. We would always harmonize. But the Christmas carol I love the most, probably because it's the quietest, it's the most peaceful, is Silent Night. And that Christmas, I remember sitting next to my mother and We were singing Silent Night, and suddenly I was just overcome by it all. The beauty in the church, the peace of that quiet song, my mother next to me. And I put my head on my mother's shoulder because I couldn't sing anymore. I just wanted to be there with her in the peace and the quiet of that song and soak it all in. The following Christmas was a very hard Christmas because she had died a couple weeks before. And her death was unexpected in many ways after a relatively short, somewhat mysterious illness. And I was devastated by her death. Devastated, of course, not to be with her at Christmas. And I think for all of us, Christmas is a joyous time, but it's a bittersweet time, too, because as much as we enjoy being with the people who share the season with us, we miss those 
who are no longer with us. I miss my mother terribly every Christmas. I miss our daughter. I miss the people who can't be with us. So it's bittersweet. But this particular Christmas, the Christmas season my mother died, was devastating in so many ways. And it was maybe that Christmas that I came to really miss most the at one time, very personal relationship I felt with Jesus Christ. There was a time in my life where I felt a personal relationship. And then over time, maybe as I grew older, maybe as I grew more sophisticated, more analytical, somehow the relationship didn't feel quite as personal anymore. It felt more abstract. I still prayed, I still believed, but somehow I no longer thought that Jesus Christ knew what was happening in my life and that I could call on him personally in times of great anguish. And because I no longer felt that personal relationship, that Christmas, the Christmas of 1998, the Christmas my mother died, was particularly devastating. And that whole Christmas season What I remembered most was laying my head on her shoulder while she sang Silent Night. I thought often that if I could restore that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, that somehow the agonies I felt would be easier to bear. And so some years later, I really started to think about it, to think about why I had lost that relationship. And I think I concluded that, well, it just seemed too miraculous. I mean, a baby born in a manger and a virgin birth. Yes, it was a great story. It was a great analogy, but it couldn't actually be true. It was a Christmas Eve, several years later, that while I sat in services next to Frank, I prayed for a sign because I felt that familiar bittersweet feeling, and I wanted to feel more peace. And so I prayed for a sign, God, help me, help me see whether these miracles are true. Give me a sign so that I can restore a personal relationship with Jesus again. And the next morning, on Christmas morning, I woke up, and I was very clear There are miracles all around us, miracles all around us. We see them every day. There are miracles as we look into the cosmos and think about what we still can't figure out. There's the miracle of something as mundane as a global positioning system. For heaven's sakes, this is a system that tracks millions and millions and millions of people and objects every second of every day. Wow, if people are capable of creating that kind of system, then surely Jesus knows what's going on in my life. And so that Christmas day, that Christmas day, I felt the joy, the peace of that personal relationship once again. And that peace came not a moment too soon. Because in that following year, my father would die, and our daughter would die. And having that relationship with Christ, 
made all the difference in the world. It made all the difference in the world when I had a tough, long battle with cancer. This Christmas, I'll go stand outside at night and look up to the sky and sense the peace and the quiet around me and think about those shepherds. I'll remember laying my head on my mother's shoulder. I'll think about the wonderful times I've had with the people who are no longer with us and enjoy to the fullest the times I have with the people who are all around me. And so my wish to you and your family this Christmas season is that you enjoy the hustle and bustle, you drink your cup of Christmas cheer and sit around the table and have all that wonderful food and look around your friends and family and feel the joy of their presence, that if you have that bittersweet feeling for people you miss, that you also know the feeling of peace which for me is the most special part of Christmas of all. Merry Christmas.